Now, now every okay? time I look at my text, that's what I'm going to see, Clint. What? <laughs> oh, Pelosi. She's a good-looking woman in her day. Like in the Nixon administration. <laughs> that's been a minute. Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macrow. Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts. Hey everybody, welcome to Meet the Pressers with Clint Macro. Matt Mallory. Meet the Pressers is a safe place for all people that press triggers to talk about training, guns, gear, gadgets, politics, religion, political activism, and cool products like the Mantis. You bet. This episode is brought to you by Taser. Simple to use, safe to own, effective when you need it. Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, ESS, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by these fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Eric and Chad from IV8888, Iraq Veteran 8888, the uh, famous YouTube channel, and do gun gripes and talk about political activism like we try to do, as well as uh, do gear reviews. And you guys are, it's really expanded over the years, right, guys? 100%. There's always lots of stuff going on. And uh, I'd like to think about what we do. You know, we're a very full faceted gun channel. We do a little bit of everything. We do everything from mill serps and black powder, hand loading gunsmithing stuff and a lot, especially in our older content, mm -hmm. all the way to, you know, checking out new products, optics, uh, ammo, ammo tests. We've done quite a few ammo tests. Of course, gun gripes, uh, five guns. Redneck science. Redneck science. <laughs> we, we wear many hats. You had invited both of us down to your place uh, last year and I wasn't able to make it and I really appreciate the opportunity that you gave Matt and ultimately our show our subscribers doubled like the day after your your show aired that you did with Matt I just want to say I really appreciate that I just want to say thank you absolutely well you know uh, Clint one of the the big things about our channel and the way that we've always ran it even from day one even when we were still you know really really small is we felt that it's always been important to help out other content creators. Now, obviously, as we've gotten larger, some of those content creators may not be as well established yet, or maybe they need help getting out there, but we like to help good people and we like to get the word out about things. And I feel like it's important for the large content creators, no matter what industry you might be in, but let's just say in the sake of, of the gun world, I think it's important to help other people who are willing to put out great content because the more people we can get consuming this content, the more we can get knowledge out there mm -hmm. and people learn in a lot different ways, Very especially, true. and they like perspective from a lot of different people. So I think it's important to provide that. Well, I have to say that uh, Christy, my wife and Danny, our daughter came down with me and we stayed, stayed right at your place. That was uh, not something I was expecting. And uh, it reminded me of my Georgia time when I was in the army down there in the Southern hospitality. So I really appreciate the, the opening your, opening your home and your, your guys' lives to us because we, we had a great time. 
and really appreciate it. Yeah, we, we can do more. Uh, you know, whenever you guys are ready, if y'all both want to come down, we can shoot some guns, go hunting. I know I'm long overdue for a pig hunt. So <laughs> I've never I, done I, a pig hunt. Yeah, I need awesome. to I need to go shoot some hogs. I'm I'm a little overdue. I think Chad is too. I'm overdue for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like sleep. Good quality sleep. I tell you what helps with that. You gotta put black tape over all the little LEDs that make the little lights in your room. Make it cave <laughs> dark, man, and you'll sleep yeah. a lot better. I do, I get well, a little I'm, mask. I'm the I'm the least professional of the bunch that I had to steal my child's <laughs> Lion King hair, headphones here. So King of the if jungle, anybody's man. wondering, if anybody's wondering, that's why my headphones are yellow. So as long as you don't start prepared for this. As long as you don't start roaring. Well, as long as we don't all, all four break into a verse of Akuna Matata, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, nice mug, by the way. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> Very nice. That's right. Um, you know the way that we do things as a group and i feel like it's important to just quickly acknowledge this mm -hmm. brandy has a lot of things she handles on the home front uh for the channel and then uh one of our guys john he helps out a lot behind the scenes of stuff like packing man cans and all of that sort of thing and merch and and lots of different tasks to help all of us out collectively and chad does a lot of work on the home front when it comes to editing and um, of course he does in case people don't know he does all the production all the editing all the syndication so He's, he's a man of many hats, and sometimes when I go out to these state events and these rallies, I tend to, um, you know, have at it usually solo. Uh, now, Chad will be going with me to Valkyrie Combat in Las Vegas on the 22nd of March. We'll be out in Vegas mm -hmm. for that together. But the few rallies I've been to, I've gone solo uh, just because I know Chad's already stretched thin when it comes to his uh, work and editing efforts, and not only that, but maintaining – you know, time with the family is mm -hmm. really important. So yeah. we try to value our spare time. Uh, getting to the point, though, uh, the Virginia rally was a huge one. Uh, there was a lot of people uh, came to that rally. It was a great event. I feel like it went really, really well. Of course, with the recent assault weapons ban getting shot down in the Senate, of course, they were livid over that. Now, yeah. it hasn't gotten completely shot down. It's been kind of deferred uh, to a... To a study crime group, to, yeah. A, yeah, to basically yeah. to a study group, a crime study group. Now, at least that's better than it getting stovepiped on through because there was no opposition. So there was a few um, leading Democrats in the Senate in Virginia that went on record to say, hey, the rally got our attention and it worked. Now, granted, it wasn't, it wasn't many of them, but it was enough for them to not stovepipe it on through. So it's important that we go to these rallies and we show solidarity for each other. If it wasn't for the VCDL in Virginia, and, you know, the rallying cries to get people to the Capitol for that rally and the tens of thousands of people that showed up, then we might be singing a different tune right now if, if we would not have shown solidarity. And where was the NRA? You know, some people say liberty doesn't sell memberships. I don't, I don't know if that's the true motivating factor or not. But the more I've worked with some of the national organizations here locally in Pennsylvania, uh, it's, it's all about memberships, fund drives, and building their email database. They don't fight for our rights nearly as much as we perceive. So when they come out with those email blasts and those dive bombs, say we need to raise money, money to money, fight money, for money. to fight for your rights in Pittsburgh. Specifically, this happened uh, last December. We're going to fight for your rights in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. They made a ton of money in Pittsburgh from good people that felt they were doing the right thing and helping in a way that they could by giving ten, fifteen, hundred, two hundred, whatever much money they give. But that money doesn't get spent here. It goes into general fund and, well, we've seen from, you know, uh, 
reports where that money could have gone, but it's yeah. probably like spent in Utah or in Florida or somewhere else. And then you've got groups like Firearms Owners Against Crime or Virginia Citizens Defense League that volunteers work that. They pay their own money. They use their own gas money to get to rallies. They use their own toner cartridges to, to run you know, photocopies, and they stay up all night away from their family running faxes to legislators and stuff. See, that's the way that a 2A organization, an advocacy organization, needs to be run. Exactly. Not going and spending tens of thousands of dollars on clothing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Right. How much more money of that NRA money could have helped those those smaller organizations out there actually making a difference, that yeah. are actually using their time efficiently. And, and, then, yeah. and then if you look at what the true and righteous purpose of the NRA is, the education department has been gutted over the last 20 years. And that's really what the NRA should be about. And, and yeah, that is the part of the NRA that Matt and I have been heavily vested in to try and, and, and spread the gospel of training. Because that's, that's really ultimately what it's all about, is the safe and proper use of firearms and exercising our Second Amendment rights. Indeed, getting new people into the sport, you know, and into the Definitely. 2A world. I mean, that's ultimately how we win this fight. This is Ryan Rushton with Claymore Defense. This is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. You guys wanted to talk about some other um, anti-gun bills and stuff that we've been covering. Definitely. Arizona, the SB 1625, that was an Arizona assault weapons ban. HB 177, in addition of Virginia into the national popular vote system. Mm. So they want to basically do away with the Electoral College on an individual state level in the national elections and just put all those electors to the national popular candidates. So, I mean, basically, you don't have to win 270. You yeah. can just have them all. The bad thing about the, the Electoral College on a national level, if you disband it, then it doesn't give uh, fair representation to the rural areas. Which oh, no. really New York and LA will control the country. Oh yeah. yeah. All the big municipalities will control everything. And that's not a way of life for everyone. Well, that's kind of uh, how it works here in Pennsylvania. We don't have any type of electoral college when it comes to, you know, the, the uh, governor race. Oh, nobody and does on the state level. really. No, I no. Mean, and it's, there's it's nothing like that. Pittsburgh and Philly control it. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately the way our system works is on a state level and uh, local munis- municipal level, you're pretty much, at the will of pure democracy and mob rule. But then when you get to these national elections, all of a sudden the electoral college is to make things fair. Well, what about, what about the state level fairness? You Mm -hmm. know, things like that. There's been some very close races here in Georgia. I mean, that may have gone one way or the other based on the electoral college. If we had a system like that here in the States. Stacey Abrams uh, only lost by about uh, 12,000 votes. Yeah. Wow. And it's that's not, not a lot of people when you think about it. I mean, no. 12,000 people, that's that's one of my video posts reaching right. 30, yeah. 40,000 people and maybe convincing mm-hmm. some people to do one way or the other towards a piece of legislation. Yeah. People complain all the time about voting that, oh, well, my vote doesn't, doesn't count. Yeah. So on a, on a local level election here, we had a city council election and uh, one of the city council members lost his seat by one vote wow. to a person who cheated the city out of money when he was working for the city. And he said, oh, well, we're just going to let all that be be behind us. And we're, I'm going to change. I'm, I'm changed. I'm good now. So, you know, y'all vote for me. And he went around a campaign. He won by one vote. Oh, your so, vote absolutely matters. Yeah. Um, We've all been conditioned and trained by the flashy box that says that our, our rights don't mean anything. Your vote doesn't matter. You don't need to carry a gun. Only vigilantes do. He pleaded yeah. the fifth. Oh, he's guilty. Yeah, he, see, conditioning, man. Yeah. And the two generations ago, our grandparents or our great grandparents, they didn't think that way. No, you'll get no, a you get a beat you'll get a beaten if you don't vote. That's you have to vote. That yeah. is your your job is to vote. 
Yeah, we're it's a very our, important civic duty to definitely. vote. Yeah, we, we took our kids into the into the voting booth to teach them how to vote. When they were, our our 20s, 20 year old kids took them in the voting said this is how, this is how you vote. This is you know why are you voting for this person? Well, this is why because they this and that and teach them the, the whole process. Part of being a family first responder is having the ability to respond. It's difficult to do if you're sick. Wash your hands. Wash your hands often. Avoid unnecessary contact with your face. Advise your family to do the same thing. Stay healthy, stay safe. Meet the Pressers. March 22nd, we will be at Valkyrie Combat in Las Vegas. You know, Mary and Julie at the uh, Nevadans Can uh, group there, uh, they they're, they got to stay on that uh, red flag yeah, law a, in Nevada. AB 291. AB 291 in Nevada, which is a red flag law. They were able to get a stay on it. So the law did pass, but they were able to issue a stay in the courts. So now they're still fighting it to get it reversed. And I don't know if that's going to be in the form of a recall vote or recall election, or they're going to try to recall certain politicians. I'm not sure the, the, you know, niceties and legalities of that, but we are going to be at Valkyrie combat on the 22nd of March. And I'm actually raffling off three guns of mine, three personal guns of mine. Wow. And we're donating all the money uh, to help Nevada, 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 Nevada. Nevada. Uh, we're, we're helping Nevada fight 291. Um, got a 1963 East German Makarov, a second year production CZ 97 and a, uh, in the wrap Martini Henry. That's pretty awesome. dude. Yeah, that is so, awesome. uh, you know, raffle tickets are available over there on, um, on Valkyrie combat's website. We're getting behind it and really pushing this. We're going to be there of course, just to really, you know, hopefully help them, uh, raise a lot of money to get 291 pushed back. The reason I feel so strongly about this, not only do I really, really hate the idea of red flag laws because they ignore due process, they ignore property rights, uh, they ignore the First and Second Amendment, and I mean, completely go against everything that our rights have to do with when it t- comes to, you know, having, being able to face our accuser, Right. And, and deal with something in a court of law yeah. and, and be able to have due process right before something's done. But the other reason that I, I support it so strongly is because Las Vegas really is, in my opinion, I mean, when you go to the strip, it's a place where everybody likes to go and have fun, right? You know, I mean, people are gambling, they're drinking, they're doing silly things, but like Las Vegas just takes me as a kind of town where people are so free, right? And people want to have fun and how can you deprive people of liberty? It just seems counterproductive for a state that really up until now has, has had pretty decent gun laws. Like Nevada's always had some, yeah. from what I understand, pretty, you know, average gun laws. Yeah. But you got those transplants or transplants coming down from the West coast of California and such and yeah. flowing into Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico and such. And, you know, that's where we've seen these anti-gun laws because the politics mm-hmm. are kind of changing. I mean, right. the, it, you're, you're getting a little bit more influx of that liberal mindset of progressivism and such, and they're taking over uh, the House and Senate seats in those states, and the new ideas are getting pushed out there, and people are getting kind of turned in a cultural way, <clears throat> not for the better either. Well, it's the, the social programs run them out of the state because they can't afford to live there anymore, but they bring those concepts and principles and ideals into the, yeah. into the news. I mean, Colorado, I mean, look at that state 20 yeah. years ago. New York. It was, it look was at New York. Yeah, New York too, yeah. Especially. New York to Florida. You got Florida as being yeah. you know, inundated with that because people leave New York, the cold weather to, to move to Florida. Yeah. 
Snowbirds. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what they call them. Snowbirds. Yeah, snowbirds. Like go down there for the warmer weather and they wind up staying like, Ooh, I like this. Yeah. And right. then a hurricane blows. They, work, like, they work, make all their money and work up North and then come down and enjoy the weather down South. Yeah. And the low cost of living. Yeah. Well, maybe not in Florida, maybe not in certain places in Florida. Pick up your yins can't take it flag and display your non-compliant will the Pittsburgh way printed and made in the USA. Contact Justin Crocker for more details. We had uh, an assault weapon ban getting introduced here in Georgia, but it's not going to go anywhere, but it doesn't mean that people here need to be lax about it and just sit on their hands. They need right. to contact their reps and everything and really put it out there that they are definitely opposed to this. And as we saw in Virginia, a lot of these Democrats in these more moderate areas, they sided with gun owners and the second amendment mm-hmm. and their constituents wishes. You know, they didn't just go against their constituents. Right. Now, people like Mark Levine, who introduced the bill, I mean, he lives in, or he represents an area like around Richmond and up to the south end of like Washington, D.C. and such. Right. And, you know, his constituency is more of that progressive mindset, of course. You know, I, I mean, think it's so funny that in Virginia, they referred this assault weapons ban to a crime study group, a committee, you know, to do, uh, you know, research on it. So... But the thing is, okay, when they do that research and then they determine that, yeah, this just doesn't make sense, right? It's going to cost more money than it's worth, right? It's not worth the paper it's printed on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because they don't care about facts. They only care about the rhetoric that they right. want to put forward. I mean, if that was the case, there's already plenty of data mm-hmm. out there, right, when it comes to the assault weapons ban, the 94 crime bill and mm-hmm. all that, which had the sunset, sunset. All they got to do is look at that data. All they got to do is look at, you know, 1.5 plus million ARs or more that are out there. And the fact that they're simply, yeah, way more than that, but they're simply Mm -hmm. just not used in crimes. And that data is there. That data exists. So, like, why make such a knee-jerk policy based around, it's really just a goal that you have and not an actual fiscal or real security reason that you want to do it. Anything that happens that they can use to benefit, what is it? If it bleeds, it leads, or, you know, don't let a bad, uh, bad, situation don't waste a bad situation right oh, never let a tragedy go to waste don't yeah. let a tragedy go to manual man you never want a serious crisis to go to waste and what i mean by that it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before something words here, to live by right something here in new york when i was uh, meeting with the politicians in june there's seven different political offices i met with talking about they want to ban the 50 50 bmg they want to be able to look at social media accounts to be able to see if somebody's thinking about doing something bad or posted something wrong. They want a, a five hour course. You got to have live fire. You got to do a classroom, uh, the whole thing. They had a whole list of things. One of the things that came up in the meeting, which is something that I found interesting. I'm trying to spread this to let people understand how they're doing this. One of the politicians literally said that that's a good point. We're going to have to run that through Gab- the Gabby Giffords group gun control group to yeah. see if see if it passes muster if something we can we can move forward on change or whatever so i'm like you got to do what litmus test yeah I mean, i'm like you got to yeah. do what you're, you're putting it through a third party external group to have them tell you how to go against guns so where's the equal balance of that why don't you run stuff through a somebody who knows about guns to make sure that you're getting an, an even response, but because no. they don't care about they, people yeah. that are pro-gun, they they yep. want to further an agenda that disarms exactly. the populace. That's exactly. Yeah, you've you've got two things that go on. You either have we're gonna 
you know, I'm, I'm saying I'm them. We're going to go for as much extreme stuff as possible to get so everyone up in arms while I sneak in a constitutional amendment, while I sneak in the electoral college thing. You got that going on. Yeah, while we sneak in a ballot measure. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. See, it's like, here, like, look what over here. in Washington State. Uh, and yeah, if any Washington of that State. extreme stuff gets through, well, then win. They win, right? Right. But something people need to keep keep an eye on and educate themselves as we get into 2020 because we got a huge election cycle. And I can say in Pennsylvania, we're one bad election bad. cycle from being just like Virginia sure. come a year from now. Mm -hmm. People will automatically think that the guy with the R next to his name is the pro-gun guy. And I can say here in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of pro-gun, or I'm sorry, a lot of Republicans that are doing anti-gun stuff. Yep. So the no, uneducated voter We'll just see the R and say, "Oh, that's the guy." Party line. Party line. Oh, well, you know, not only that, but they'll see, you know, the NRA's uh, rating system, and they'll see an A plus or an A minus next right. to the politician, and they'll just go down that that line and not yep. research yep. that particular candidate at all. Right. And these are the people that were turning on us when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House back yes. when we were trying to get shush passed. Yeah. You yeah. know, or the Share yeah. Act. I'm sorry, the Share Act and HPA and such. Right. And. Um, the, the, we saw, you know, the rhinos coming out of the woodwork then, and we mm -hmm. see them now, uh, you know, elsewhere on the state level battles and such. But what I also see is I see a lot of Democrats, like I said earlier, that are on the moderate spectrum and they respect yeah. people's Second Amendment rights. You can have, you know, uh, like social um, and dem like democratic social views and such like that. But, you know, when it comes to firearms rights, you should be, you know, a pro to a person, whether or not you're on the right or the left side of the aisle, there, there should not be a debate over that. If you right. want to talk about fiscal and social responsibilities and such, that's one thing. Yeah, but separate. the second amendment is a universal right. Right. It's everybody's. It doesn't matter Absolutely. color, creed, race, religion, political yeah. side. And whatever. It's, it's your right. Even if you don't exercise it, it's still Absolutely. your right. It is. Yeah. We don't have a privilege to firearms in this country. We have a right to firearms mm -hmm. and self-defense defense of oneself, one's family, one's community, one's country even. So there, there's two organizations that I think this kind of hits the nail on the head with what you guys just said when it comes to the DC project as well as the DC rally. Both, both of those, uh, the rally and the, and the project, I think those really focus on the core issue of who cares what political persuasion you are, let's just make sure that we all have the right to defend ourselves and not let these politicians take away our right to do so. Now, the D.C. rally is in October this year, correct? On October 24th. 24th right? Yeah. Yep. Correct. So that's plenty of time for people to get their affairs in order yes. and make sure that they are there. Be there there yeah, should we'll, be no excuse, we'll <laughs> especially if you're close by. Yeah, we'll both be there. My 11-year-old will be there. My wife will most likely be there. And hopefully I'll have a busload of people from Western Pennsylvania joining me as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Same here. So to recap, yeah. I would say that people need to vote. Don't think that your vote doesn't count. Vote. Get out there and vote. Um, register. Get other people to vote. As well as look at politicians. Look at what they're voting for in the past and vote for ones that align with what we're doing. Don't just vote across party lines. Hey, guys. It's Beth Alcazar with Concealed Carry Magazine and USCCA, and I'm here with Sunny, and you're watching Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. I would suggest to people to, you know, develop a somewhat personal relationship with their elected representatives, whether mm -hmm. it be, you know, city council, it be a uh, commission in your county, or whether it be state uh, elected representatives and such, develop a relationship with your, um, your senator and such and, and your, your representative and let them know where you stand on issues and contact them regularly, email, yeah. phone, 
a lot of times these people will get back to you and it won't be just some uh, regurgitated message. Like, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, I, this is yeah. where I stand on this. And you know, 10 people get the same message or whatever. They will actually call you and speak with you. And the more you're, um, the more these representatives hear from their constituents, the better idea they have of what their, you know, uh, electoral base really wants out right. of things, especially when it comes to uh, first, second, fourth, fifth, ninth member rights. Oh, the whole nine yards. Okay. But um, get to know them and, you know, yes, get people on, on the, um, on the path to getting registered to vote and get them out to the polls, but educate them on why they are voting or why they should vote a certain way and yeah. just give them the tools necessary and the education uh, on the subject matter at hand and on the, the candidates and such like that. Mm -hmm. Make sure people know who they're voting for. Too many people get up to the ballot box and they say, I don't even know what this means. Right. I mean, and like Eric mentioned earlier, ballot initiatives, those are a dangerous thing too. Mm -hmm. Ballot initiatives need to be researched very thoroughly because mm -hmm. the wording that they use on these things is very, very, um, it, it's very misleading. dangerous and yeah, yeah, misleading and dangerous sometimes because it, it, so it, depending on, okay, if it's a, like what happened with 1639 um, out in Washington, that was a ballot initiative, correct? Was it 1639? 1639 was a ballot initiative. Yeah. And the way that they got that actually turned into a ballot initiative was pretty crooked. Like they were going around and, you know, cause you got to get a certain amount of petition to have it. You got to petition to have something added as a ballot measure. And what they were doing is they were sitting outside of grocery stores and saying, Hey, do you care about the environment? Like they were, they were saying like, oh, well, uh, do you care about uh, blah, right. blah, blah, like whatever about the environment? And, like, and, the kids. Well, and of course, while you got a handful of kids, you know, some little lady, oh, yeah, I care. And then they sign it and, and they just feel like they're doing the right thing. And that right. They, they lied about yeah. what it was actually about. And people yeah. just mm -hmm. signed it without reading it. False. Mm -hmm. False. There was pretenses. a lot of that going on. Like they lied about what it was. But you can go to um, you know, your local websites, your governmental websites and such, and you can see what like ballot initiatives and stuff might be coming up and do your research on them. Don't and, just go into the ballot box just blind. Right. And I anyways, I, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I, I'd add to that too. Um that, that's a perfect example. Through that ballot initiative, what's also gonna come about are constitutional conventions. So people oh, have to be careful of constitutional conventions, especially in a state like New York. If we got a constitutional convention, forget it. All of our guns are gone. We, we are so much one-sided when it comes to guns that if a constitutional convention happened in New York state, we would not have any, no civilian would be able to have any kind of firearm. I, I could guarantee that just because New York city is going to uh, run the, run the, run the farm and be able to, to do whatever they want to do once that constitutional convention opens up. Folks that want advice on, on these ballot initiatives and on the candidates, uh, the local state organizations, the vast majority of them will rank these candidates. Uh, in Pennsylvania, FOAC, we rank them, and it's based upon questionnaires, their voting record, interviews. We look at a whole bunch of things over the course of their career, and if they're new candidates, well, we, we try to interview them and actually talk to them and, and uh, get an opportunity to sit down with them. So there's a lot of thought that goes into it. So if you don't know, well, then look at that resource and that may help guide you or, or uh, you know, put you in the right direction of where else you need to look to be a better, well-educated voter. Absolutely. Well, it's been awesome, gentlemen. Uh, great having you on. Any, any last words? How can people find out about you, um, follow you? I mean, obviously, you already have a huge following, but any of our viewers that don't know about you, how can they, what's the best way to find out more about you, where you're going to be, and, and help out? Well, let's see. First, got to step into a Slim Jim. 
Snap into a Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. All right. Anyway, I love Slim Jim. Uh, yeah, I, I rack veteran eighty eight eighty eight on YouTube. I rack veteran uh, un, uh, eighty eight eighty eight underscore official on uh, Facebook right? and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So and then we're also on Parlor. Parlor with an E. Yeah, Parlor with an E. Uh, I rack veteran eighty eight eighty eight on Parlor. What's so, what, I don't even know that one. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a non-biased, no bullcrap, no censorship, uh, social media platform. Right. Really? Yep. Until yeah, until like Google buys them out. Yeah, I I like no nonsense and no bullshit. Oh, you can say anything you want. Yeah, like it's a hundred percent whatever. Awesome, gentlemen. Thank you so much, and we look forward to uh, to seeing you again. Thank you again, guys, and uh, it was an honor having you on the show. Hey, appreciate you guys very much. Have a good one. And look, we're going to have you guys back on too. So we'll have you on Gripes. And uh, I, I want to also get you guys on the Life, Liberty, and Pursuit podcast with Matt and I. So we'll work that out soon. All right, guys. Take have care. Have a great night. See you. You too. We've got a lot of sponsors that make this show possible. Check them out and give them your business. This episode is brought to you by Taser. Simple to use, safe to own, effective when you need it. Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, ESS, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by these fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure to subscribe, click the little bell, like, comment, follow, and share. And you can also support us on Patreon, host us to teach a course at your location, or come to our location and take a course. Until next time. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers. 